0: What's up, everybody? This is Fred Ricciani of TSC. We have right here via Zoom a very special guest. You may have heard her in Squid Game, S.A.B.Y.O.K. You may have heard her in Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Genshin Impact. The list goes on and on. She's got quite the impressive resume in her young career. We are talking to voice actor Vivian Liu. Vivian, thank you so much for the time. How's everything going?
1: Hi, Fred. Thank you for that very sweet introduction. (laughs) Um, Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And I guess we'll ask you the question. I'm sure everybody's wondering right off the bat, what's it like being involved in such a cultural phenomenon like squid game?
1: I mean, it's awesome on so many levels. Um, You know, (laughs) I was talking to a friend about this uh, the other day too, but um, I'm just so, so glad to see Asian media popular on, on the Western front, you know, irrespective of whether or not I'm in it, but just to have that representation um is really exciting um and it's such a good show uh and um yeah i'm just so happy and glad to be a part
0: of it for sure i feel like it's a it's a great time you mentioned asian media and everything i mean shang chi has been killing it in the box office squid game is is a phenomenon i mean mean, give or take it's like number one or two all time you know streamed everything else and You know, My Hero Academia was killing it in the box office as well. I mean, it's a it's a really awesome time. Yeah,
1: I'm hyped because (laughs) growing up as a little kid, I didn't get to see a lot of Asian media, you know, it being being from the States. Uh, I mean, Mulan, there was Mulan and Mulan Mm -hmm. was everything. But, you know, now now we have all these different things. And I think in general, our world is just more uh, connected in that we uh, we watch other international media and vice versa. And that's really awesome and really cool.
0: Yeah, for, for sure. And as far as you're concerned, I mean, you're part of the Squid Game English voice cast. I think you guys did a fantastic job. Full disclosure, I watched both versions, really enjoyed them thoroughly. And from what I understand, if I have this correctly, the Squid Game English cast was an all Asian cast?
1: Uh, yeah, but more or less. All the, you know, the main roles were all Asian. I don't even know if some of the additional voices were, but I, I think for the most part, yes, it was a full Asian cast.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So how did you get involved in this show? And did you know that much about it when you got involved? I interviewed actually um, one of the other uh, voice actors, Donald Chang. And he was telling me when he came in and, and he and he was uh, doing Jun Ho's voices, like he thought, okay, this is kind of like a cool cop adventure, but he didn't realize the scope until he watched it. I was like, holy crap. So for you, when you first got started, auditioned and got involved, I mean, did you realize kind of the scope of what this would become?
1: Not at all. You know, it was really fun to work on, and you know, some of the—I'm assuming anyone who's watching this has seen Squid Game. Spoiler alert! Uh, (laughs) Some of the working on some of the episodes, episode six, killed my soul, and it was such—it was such—you know—it was such a good show to work on, and I was like, oh, this is so good. But never did we think—I don't think anyone thought that it would blow up to be this huge phenomenon that had that has grown to, you know. And it's funny, you know. As voice actors, we sign a lot of NDAs and everything. So I didn't even know the project title. Our code name, I believe, was Calamari, which is hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Close to Squid, yeah.
1: I know, right? So we didn't even know. Um, it was only until, you know, we saw that it blowing up on Netflix that, you know, I'm glad it happened, but no, it came as a total surprise. <laughs>
0: And when you were doing the voiceover work and and everything else, were you doing them in conjunction with the scenes themselves? Were you with any other voice actors? Did they bring you to some dark room, you know, the top secret? How did that whole process work out?
1: You know, I think maybe say for one session, I recorded every single line right here in my home studio in this booth.
0: Wow. uh, With
1: my (laughs) uh, shredder in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And no, uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, we didn't get to with COVID and everything. Things are done a little bit differently, and so I didn't get to work with some of my amazing friends who are also in Squid Game. I would have loved to, you know, work with Greg Chun. Um, we have a our characters have a very funny relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, our Ma- our our director Madeline Hale um, was just fantastic, and she was really instrumental, and in, I think grounding us all in the scene and making sure that we were actually people talking to each other because the lines were definitely recorded separately.
0: Very cool. And as far as your life since Squid Game, how's it changed?
1: I mean, not much, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of such a cool project. But, you know, day to day, I feel like, to be honest, though, I feel like the last two years in general have all just been kind of a blur because of COVID. So. Mm-hmm. Not too much has changed, but I can't complain. So.
0: Yeah, time time is definitely a flat circle these last couple of years. It's like, wait, we're we're already approaching 2022. Like, what the hell?
1: I feel like the year just started. It was a very chaotic start to the year, <laughs> and now I'm like, how is it all? Re- we were just talking before, you know, we started. How is it already Thanksgiving? And then we're gonna roll into Christmas. Then it's gonna be 2022. It's insane.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, no, it's absolutely wild, and it's amazing that you have this awesome home studio that we're talking from, and you know kudos to you. I mean, that's clutch to be able to to be able to do Netflix gigs and other gigs right from your home. Did you have that kind of set up prior to the pandemic? Or was that something you had to be adjusted to once you realized, okay, I got to adjust here?
1: You know, I actually did have this set up. I wanted to have a good setup for the auditions that I submit submit out. Sometimes, you know, I go to my agency and they have their studio there and I do it there, but sometimes for a last minute thing, it's good to just, you know, be able to pop in and send that out within 15, 20 minutes, you know, um, if it's requested. So I did have a studio set up at home and, you know, I was working with a few clients at home, but usually we went to the studio. So yes, I'm very privileged and grateful to have had this set up ready to go right when the pandemic started. Um I think it took us all a couple weeks or months to really adjust. To the beginning of the the beginning months were pretty rough because no one knew what was going on. <laughs> but I think the uh industry has kind of found a new balance of um how to continue to operate while work was still in the pandemic.
0: And you've done a lot of video game work, you've done a lot of work with with TV and movies as well. Is there a very big difference between each of the mediums when it comes to your process?
1: Um That's a good question. Uh, I would say yes, uh, in that everything is a little different, I think for, um, you know, for, for, in these days games are so interesting in that it's not like how they were before, they're real cinematics and a lot of these performances are super grounded, so it's almost like film work um whereas you know when you're doing animation it's a lot more even though now animation is skewing more towards natural but it's a bit more comedic a bit more like outlandish a bit more cartoony if you will um but I think the main difference is recording um to picture or to dubbing dubbing versus original animation um because with um you know with dubbing it's like you have you have such a great guide because you can see what's in front of you, whereas when you're doing original animation or you're creating something from scratch, you kind of have to just dream it up with your imagination, you and the director in the studio. Um, with dubbing, you have a reference guide, but in a lot of ways, it's also you're more limited because one, you have to be limited with timing to make sure that the flaps match. Two, you have to see what's on screen and what's already existing in there. So you don't get to make as many of those choices, but you still have to make, um, you know the appropriate choices to fit the scene. That makes
0: sense. Yeah, totally does it. Fantastic insight. I appreciate that. And of course, of course and of course, people look at your resume. They're like, "Oh my God, you did Miles Morales and Last of Us and Genshin Impact." And of course, the Squid Game, which is a worldwide phenomenon. But of course, it all had to start somewhere. So for Vivian, where did it start? Did you did you want to become a voice actor? Get into acting <laughs> in general? Did the industry kind of find you? How did it all start?
1: You know, I've been immensely lucky and privileged to be a part of these awesome projects, um, especially since I'm still relatively new to the field. I just moved to L.A. several years ago. Um, no, to answer your question, no, I didn't go to acting school. I don't really have that much professional acting experience. You know, sometimes it's hard not to feel like you have imposter syndrome. I feel like in any field that you're in. Right. So I went to college in San Diego and, um, you know, I had intended on going to law school. But I started uh, working in voiceover while I was still in university. And then I think it just kind of grew from there. And my rationale was, you know what? I think law school will still be there for me if and when I do want to go back. Spoiler alert, not going back <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um, um, But, you know, I, I want to give this a try. And I'm, I'm so glad it did. It was, um, you know, I, it's definitely, I think, well, I, this applies to any industry, but I think if you asked anyone, it's it's really tough, but also very rewarding. Um, I just feel privileged to, to be able to have, have worked on these projects.
0: <laughs> when did you realize, like, okay, I can actually make a career out of this?
1: Um, I can actually make it a career. Um, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, I... Growing up, I always loved cartoons so much. And so I think the first time, I'm trying to remember what was the first kind of animated thing I worked on. Um, I know this is I'm suddenly blanking out, but <laughs> I, think I, I think I remembered seeing my voice animated on the screen and like that just brought me so much joy. So it was less of like, hey, I think I can make money doing this and more like, wow, this is so satisfying, so gratifying and so fun. And I want to keep trying to do this and like improve where my craft and get better and work on all these exciting projects. Cause it just makes me so happy. Like it, it, it sounds corny, but it feels the soul in a way that at least for me being an attorney does not, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, I, I'd
0: say that. That's awesome. Yeah. Listen, you're, you're creative. You want to be creatively filled. You want to have, have that good <laughs> feeling. And it, yeah, it's all it's awesome. I'm sure to see your voice, you match to a character and be like yeah. yeah so when you so when you watch squid game and you saw how badass your character was or i guess when you were doing the the, the, the dubbing and matching the flaps i mean what was your reaction when you saw how badass she is
1: totally we all want to be <laughs> Yuk okay and um so oh, god i have her name here just because i don't want to pronounce it wrong i think it's jung ho yun right jung ho yun yeah. the actress who plays um Yuk she is amazing. Not only is she stunning and beautiful, she's so talented. And I, I, I think I read it like she did an interview where she's like, "I'm not afraid to act ugly," which I love. You know, like I really believed the performance. So honestly, most of the credit goes to her. <laughs> um, it, it, I just was playing off of her performance, um, with Madeline's direction. But yeah, I mean, it was. Listen, I, I watched both of the versions too, and I thought both the sub version the original and the dub were great i loved everybody's performance but i think there's always something about watching yourself on screen despite the excitement it does feel like a little self-involved and sometimes Mm -hmm. i'm like oh man i i don't i don't know if i want to see that but um but no it it was great uh i i i uh i definitely channeled all of the badassery that i most definitely do not have into that character (laughs)
0: That's awesome. And and looking back too, you worked on Spider-Man, Miles Morales, you worked on the last of us part two Genshin impact Pokemon masters. I mean, props to you. I mean, that's an incredibly impressive resume. I mean, kind of looking back at that, are you like, wow, I got to act in some things that are kind of like childhood favorites.
1: Yeah. 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 I got to, um, I was, I participated in a couple of Mulan projects that were not affiliated with Disney, but again, I think we were just talking about this before the interview started how, uh, I was obsessed with Mulan growing up as a child. (laughs) So, I mean, it was amazing just to be a part of Mulan. It was like a childhood dream come true for sure.
0: So are you ready for kind of the lightning random round?
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. What's your favorite color?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm clearly great at this lightning round stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, uh, green.
0: There you go. Okay. Any kind of green?
1: I don't know. I, I do like, I like all the colors, actually. I just, I'm not a particularly big fan of orange, so it's, it's kind of hard. I like green the most to look at to wear. I prefer neutrals. So how about that? All
0: right, there you go. There you go. Favorite a late night snack or cheat meal?
1: Hot Cheetos. So good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. What's one movie or TV show you could watch a hundred times over?
1: Futurama. Or Bob's Burgers. It's a close one.
0: All right and bonus any particular film
1: Shawshank Redemption.
0: all right great film excellent ne- oh, ne- first,
1: but i only i cry i'm a huge crier so i'll just be <laughs> sobbing throughout both of
0: them <laughs> <laughs> all-time favorite quote-unquote traditional actor and all-time favorite voice actor
1: that's a hard one mm.
0: or any faves like currently
1: You know, I gotta say Greg Chun for voice actor. Um, also because he and I have been in quite a few projects together. And he's just amazing. Like he's such a nice guy and so talented. Um, so yes, everyone go follow Greg. Give Greg lots of love and uh, uh as for traditional, traditional actor, um I've really been loving the work of God, there's so many. Um, Felicity jokes. Um, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't,
0: don't. you've done a, a ton of video game work. Are you a gamer yourself?
1: You know, I am not a great gamer, but I like to watch people game and <laughs> I watch streamers so. <laughs> um, uh, I know but no I'm 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 not much of a
0: gamer myself. <laughs> Most awkward moment as a voice actor.
1: Oh, probably when I'm in the booth and uh, I drink water and I choke on my own spit
0: <laughs>
1: we have to redo the take. I'm like, excuse me. Sorry. Yes. Um, that was the sound of me choking on water.
0: <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I feel like every time the camera comes on, not all the time, thankfully not during this interview, but once in a blue moon, there's always something wacky that just happens when the camera turns on, like my face will get itchy. Or or something will happen or I'll see like a, a bug crawling. Like it's always something when we're about to go live, right? Or about to I know, start and you're like, like recording.
1: I can't scratch my nose right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other day I think I was working on um a project with Madeline again, actually. Uh and um, you know, my the UPS guy was here. So this this is pretty soundproof, but she goes, Do I hear a tiny, tiny little dog barking in the background? <laughs> yes, yes, Madeline, you do. <laughs>
0: It, it, it happens. They like told you yeah, off the air, they have construction going on. It's like, you know, we're pretty soundproof and it's like, like yeah. Sometime. At least
1: I'm not that one attorney who went to court uh, over Zoom and then he like had the cat filter on his face.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, I have, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I'm here. I'm not a cat, I promise. <laughs> <That's
0: so funny. laughs> oh man, poor guy. That's that's funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the biggest do and the biggest don't as a voice actor?
1: Biggest do is... Um, take care of your health and by health, I mean, um, you know, make sure you sleep right, make sure you eat right. And don't stress your throat, um, speak up for yourself when you feel like you need a break. I promise you from my experience, nobody's like, Oh, screw that person. We're never hiring them again. You know, cause you want to protect your voice for your career and also to deliver the best product. Uh, biggest don't is just personal experience. Don't be defensive. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, um, when people are giving you advice, it's meant uh, to help you. And I think that we can always learn um, from from constructive criticism. Like, don't take abuse, but you know, Mm -hmm. constructive criticism. My mom always said, as a kid, um, growing up, um, she was like, you know, if somebody gives you something and ninety nine percent of the information is wrong, try to take that one percent and uh, learn from it and make yourself better. So, good words to live by for me.
0: Besides Sebiok, who is your favorite character on Squid Game?
1: Favorite character. Hmm. Favorite, as in the person I like the most, or favorite as in I find their character very interesting. Hmm.
0: Well, we'll go with interesting let's go with the, let's go with the more interesting route
1: i think sung woo is a very interesting character huh? um i thought you know obviously very morally questionable <laughs> but, um i think it's an interesting look into what a person is capable of when um they're desperate and also um self-preservation and and ego especially in the beginning you know We we, we were introduced to him as this like huge hotshot guy who went to such a great university and did all these things. And I imagine that puts a certain amount of pressure internally too. when other people put you on a pedestal and you feel like you have to live up to that, those expectations. So I found his character to be very interesting, but very brutal, too.
0: What's the best life advice that you've received that's helped you?
1: I mean, in terms of work, I think just diligence and perseverance, you know, um you know in our in our industry uh you know you you hear you get rejection a lot and i think sometimes you almost have to have this blind optimism or this blind almost i wouldn't say narcissistic but like almost this just unshakable belief in yourself that you can do it and really stick to it and there are days that you're going to waver but i think you know um if you set your mind to something and you work hard at it slowly but surely you will get there and I try. I'm still trying to, you know, uh, employ that and, and live by that myself. So, definitely good advice. I think easier said uh, than done. advice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome advice. Yeah, bonus question: You've yeah. done a lot of uh, you've done a lot of great work up to this point in your career. Again, I've mentioned all the projects that people really know you for. Is there one project you've done that you feel like is underrated that you'd love people to check out?
1: I don't know if it's super underrated, but I really loved White Snake. I worked on it, um, I think a couple of years ago. First of all, the director of the film, um, Stephanie Shea, is amazing, um, so talented and uh, so nice too. And um, also, again, it's really cool. I know China is a little newer to the, uh, the animation industry, but it's, it's really nice to see um, you know, all the, all the effort that they've put in and what their Donghua studios have come up with. Um, the animation is just beautiful. So I would definitely recommend checking that out.
0: Uh, yeah. Definitely check it out. Vivian, we thank you so much for the time. Before we let you go, where can fans find you online?
1: <laughs> well, bad millennial. I'm
0: not good with social media, but I am on
1: Instagram. <laughs> um, um, my handle is hello Vivian Liu. That's H E L L O V I V I A N L U.
0: Easy enough to remember. Vivian, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much, Fred. Thanks so much for having me.